Hello and welcome to Life Learnings. I'm Barry Harker and my guest today is David Aiken. David lives in Perth and has a singing ministry called God's Love for You. I spoke with David on Life Learnings a few months ago. David was in the process of completing a CD of his music. Well, the CD is now released and today I'll be talking with David about the story of the CD. I'll also play some tracks from the CD. Welcome, David. Thank you, Barry. Good to see you. It's nice to be here. And I didn't realise you were going to have the CD so fast. You've, well, been, you've been busy, obviously. Miracles happen. <laughs> <laughs> David, we're going to start by listening to one of your songs. Would you like to introduce this one for us? It's Would I Know You Now? Oh, yes. This is um, a powerful message um, in, in looking at the relationship between an individual and Jesus. Um, the walk uh, that people have uh, may have uh, walked away, and this is coming back to uh, a realisation that um, would I recognise Jesus if he was to come into the room where I am or not? Where am I in life? Who am I? It asks a lot of questions, and um, I pray that the song gives a lot of answers. It's the first one on your... CD, and I guess you put it there for a reason? Yes, exactly that, to, uh, to catch the listener's ear and heart um, and then hopefully have a journey to listen to the next song uh, and so on yes. uh, to be able to uh, direct them and draw them uh, into the love of God. And what does the song mean to you personally? Perhaps uh, the most powerful part uh, in this song is the consideration of, am I so busy in life um, that I don't recognise Jesus in my day-to-day living? Uh, Am I so focused, perhaps, uh, dare I say, in ministry and working for him that I've lost track of my personal relationship with him? And for me, that's the personal challenge, not to let that happen. Mm. Well, we're going to listen to the song now. Falling on my face 
and closed the door Would my flesh cry out I don't need you anymore Or would I follow you Could I be David, that's a pretty amazing song. Mm. Very deep. It is, isn't it? Tell me the story of the CD and start at the beginning. Well, it's interesting you should ask about the beginning because I went back to uh, 2010 and thought, yeah, that's that's pretty much the beginning. But um, in giving it further thought, I remembered back when I was uh, 14 and uh, that would have been 1974, 75. Um, I contracted a serious illness, uh, pneumonia, and uh, apparently uh, in those days, uh, penicillin was the only success story. And uh, yeah, we nearly, nearly didn't make it apparently uh, medically, but the Lord had other plans. And it's only now that I look back on that process and uh, think, with, uh, with all the music that I've been doing for the last approximate 20 years, actually next month will be 20 years, um, the, uh, the demand that's been placed on my lungs and on my breathing processes, uh, I've only just realised that uh, perhaps there was another force that didn't want me to um, be able to do this for the Lord uh, all these years and uh, nearly succeeded. But the strange thing perhaps not strange, but the wonderful thing is that that illness, um, I don't know what it did to my lungs, but um, my lungs have plenty of capacity, I'm told. They certainly do. <laughs> you have great breath control. So now tell us, we've gone right back, now tell us about the CD itself. Okay. Perhaps the, I'll take you back to 2010. We were invited to do a concert at a big camp meeting convention up in Townsville. Uh, and I invited my daughter to join me, and we had the most wonderful time there. And at the end of the program, uh, we were inundated uh, with people wanting a CD or wanting to know if we had a CD. They were so blessed. Uh, the Lord moved on their hearts with the songs, and we specifically choose songs that do that. Um, perhaps uh, that's the reason that these songs have been selected for this album, is that they move me. And if they move me, then I'm sure they are able to move other people. Um, I'm only human. And our need is great. And uh, that's the realisation back in 2010, that uh, I had to say no. Unfortunately, we don't have one. And then uh, the Lord impressed, um, probably more than impressed, convicted my heart that I was robbing these precious souls of reliving that experience that they had uh, there at the camp meeting and also robbing the Lord from being able to minister to them while they're listening to uh, that particular song that moved them, 
whether it be in the car or at home or wherever. And that conviction uh, inspired me to start getting serious about putting a CD together. Um, that took some time. Obviously, here we are, five years down the track, um, not knowing where to go, what to do. Um, that takes time in research. And I hit so many brick walls, which is fascinating because um, for your listeners, on the back of the CD, there's a, um, a photo which has a brick wall on the back. And uh, there's so many parallels with this CD. So the CD. brick wall is strangely appropriate, David. Strangely appropriate, yes, in more ways than, than one. But for me personally, yes, I hit many brick walls in putting the CD What were together. some of those brick walls? Uh, probably the biggest one was getting approval to use some of the backing CDs as music. Uh, you don't have to go down that pathway if you use live music or if you record live music. But when you're re recording with somebody else's recording... Uh, you must have their permission and, and licences, and that's totally separate to the royalty side of things, of the compositions. Um, when I check that out, on some of the CDs, or most of them actually, there's more than one company, one organisation, and uh, I made contact with or tried to make contact with many of them and got nowhere, just hit brick walls uh, time and time again, and that's the reason for the duration uh, of this five-year period. And it wasn't until, uh, maybe I can bring you right up to last year, 2014, where uh, somebody challenged me, a close friend challenged me, asking me, you know, when are you going to get serious about this CD? Why don't you have it ready for camp uh, in Perth, which is a, a big convention we have at Easter time. And this was probably uh, October, November last year, somewhere around there. And uh, so I took that to the Lord and thought, mm, we need to do something, um, help me. And uh, in that whole process, um, the contacts that I made then snowballed. Uh, one, it was almost like leapfrog, going from one to another, positive, positive, positive. And by, um, I think it was before Christmas, I had the studio booked, uh, located, studio booked, and uh, flights booked, uh, time booked, and um, committed to going. Um, in the process, uh, we'd also... Uh, Actually, now I've got to take you back to 2006, uh, where we went to a, um, a beautiful program that it is written was running with uh, partnerships, and we met um, a couple there that um, seemed to click straight away uh, in friendship, and um, I found out that he was a, a beautiful artist, and uh, unbeknownst to me, we just thought that was a nice friendship. Now looking back on it, um, God was, I believe God was setting me up with those, those contacts to be able to come to the finished product here. So I engaged Phil to... This uh, is Phil Mackay. Yes, Phil Mackay in um, Port, McKay, Port yes. Macquarie. Port Macquarie. Yeah, Australia. And uh, had a chat with him and asked him if he'd be willing and had the time to be able to uh, do the artwork for me. The Lord had impressed upon me the title and also the cover, um, the concept at least, of the cover. I had many people telling me that they, um, I should be putting my picture on the front of the cover, but uh, they didn't understand. When the Lord tells you to do something, you do it. Yes. And um, the finished product is, uh, is evidence of that. And Phil, uh, Phil was blessed, uh, I believe, in uh, coming up with something even greater than what I had um, envisaged. And um, There's a wonderful it, picture of Jesus on the inside cover. Yes, that's his as well. And uh, he willingly gave me the copyright to use that for the album. 
and this is this is the amazing part of the uh, the way the Lord works. Here I am wanting to do a CD in ministry, wanting to to show the Lord to people how real He is and how wonderful He is and how loving He is, and how we hurt. There's uh, many of the songs cover this process of life. And uh, when I saw the finished product, while we're working through it with the graphics, you know that uh, that light globe that comes on, where the elephant in the room process, and I suddenly realised this is. Uh, I've titled the CD "Surrender." I suddenly realised this is not about what I thought it was, which is us surrendering to Christ. This is about Christ surrendering in Gethsemane the greatest surrender on earth mm. that's ever occurred here. Yes. And that's when I caught the link between this beautiful painting that Phil has done on the inside cover and the title. And then Phil came up with the idea of um, putting that picture inside the blood teardrop uh, on the front cover. And oh, I tell you, when, I, when that light globe came on, I was so moved mm. to realize that there was a greater theme that Christ was leading me um, to do. And... Um, yeah, it's just wonderful. This sounds like a good time to play our second song, David, called uh, Your Grace Still Amazes Me. Introduce it. And after you've introduced it and we've heard the song, we're going to ask you about the Nashville experience because this is where you recorded, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Well, tell us about Your Grace Still Amazes Me. I first heard this song on the uh, Carols by Candlelight some years ago um, via telly, I must admit, over in, while we were in Perth. And the singer, uh, oh, I should remember her beautiful name, Palladino, uh, Sylvia, I think it is. Um, Sylvia Palladino. Yes, she just sang it with heart. And uh, the words moved me with God's grace. And it is amazing. And uh, we had so much fun with this song. Uh, fun's probably not the right word, but it, it was such a joy to sing this song. And we experimented, I suppose, uh, with myself. I'd never done uh, backing before, um, but the, uh, the studio believed that um, we were able to, to do it, so we tried it, and it, it, according to them, it worked. When I heard the finished uh, song, I was so um, moved, um, but I'll let your listeners be the judge of that. So you've got your on the backing track as well as the, um, as the song itself. Yes, I do all the, voc the vocal backing. Let's listen to it now. Day I fall on my 
David, that again is a very special song, isn't it? It is, yes. His, his grace still amazes me, and I don't think it will ever stop. Mm. I guess we have eternity to reflect about those things, don't we? We do, and we need to tell people about it uh, more and more and more as, uh, as time uh, shortens uh, to understand what his grace really means to us. We don't deserve it, but he's offering it there for free. How can we refuse it? Mm. Tell us about the Nashville experience. Oh, well, where do we start? Um, 
I've never been to America. Uh, it was my first journey. And looking back on it in hindsight, it's like, wow, went there all by myself, um, not really knowing where and how and who. Um, the only people that I knew over there uh, was at 3ABN, uh, which is nowhere near Nashville, um, as in close proximity. But um, because the, the way the Lord had led in uh, getting us there, um, even the flights, uh, I saw the Lord's hand over me. Um, foolishly, perhaps, uh, I uh, allowed 24 hours from arriving to before going down to the studio. And um, it was a well, four-hour flight from Perth to Sydney, waiting in the airport for a number of hours, and then 15-hour flight to Dallas, direct, and then more hours in Dallas, and then an hour-and-a-half flight to Nashville. And um, we got there about 8 p.m. Nashville time, and it was cold, um, going from 30, 35 degrees Celsius in Perth to uh, minus degrees in, in Nashville um, was quite a, an interesting experience, to say the least. But the Lord had prepared me. Uh, I'd been keeping my eye on the weather forecast and took the right clothing. But nonetheless, um, in dr the drive to um, the hotel was an interesting drive because I had to sit on the wrong side of a car and drive on the wrong side of the road, not really knowing where I was going. And... Uh, Fortunately, found a, a break in the road to be able to put in the GPS, and we were, amazingly enough, we were heading in the right direction. <laughs> we got there. All the roads were dry, and um, which was wonderful for me. I didn't have to compete with the rain and what have you. Got a good night's sleep at the hotel and woke up to an ice storm that had happened at night. And uh, we were actually in lockdown in the hotel. The staff couldn't go home. That whole day, the uh, shops were closed, uh, the place was just in a schmozzle, although they seemed to handle it very well, I must confess. The only thing I could do uh, was I got out into the car and drove around the hotel twice to get a feel of driving on ice and snow and driving on the wrong side. <laughs> that was my day. Uh, and then, of course, trying to hydrate myself again. But, you know, the amazing thing is at Sydney Airport, I came across a, um, a little kiosk that was um, marketing a product that gets rid of uh, jet lag and I ummed and hard about it and I looked at it and eventually felt I, I needed it and uh, so I took that with me and you know it was 33 hours from the time I got out of bed at Perth to the time I got to the hotel was 33 hours and in that time I took these things and um, I had no jet lag none it was just absolutely amazing so I say thank you Lord then that brought us into the studio. We drove, uh, the hotel was only two mile uh, from the studio, which was fortunate for me. Um, the roads, the main roads were clear. They treated them and, uh, and bladed them, but the roads off the main roads were not clear. So that was a little bit of fun. Um, but I had angels looking after me the whole time. It was amazing. We got to the studio, uh, found out that I was at the wrong studio and had to uh, track down a little bit further. To, they had two studios. Um, and uh, got there. We spent the day uh, doing the music recording. Um, I can't tell you too much about Nashville itself because it was all snowed in. Everything, everywhere you looked was white. Ice and snow <laughs> everywhere, but uh, even the airport um, was amazing. It's just music everywhere. You saw people carrying guitars and in um, uh, cowboy boots and all those regalia. Uh, you knew you were in the city of music. They had big signs up, Nashville, city of music. And uh, it was a beautiful feeling. 
to be in that environment. Well, I'm going to ask you about the actual studio experience in a moment, but let's play another song. Last time you were here, we played I Repent, and you've recorded this one again and put it on the CD. Mm. What's different about this one? Well, the message is still the same, but we actually did a slightly different arrangement in the music and uh, recorded this in the studio at Nashville. And uh, it's a very sobering um, message as well as the uh, the melody of the music. Uh, it really digs deep into a person's heart and soul. And that was the, the purpose behind including this on the album. Um, I wanted it to dig deep, uh, to, to reach people where it needs to reach them so that uh, the Lord can give them some hope. Hmm. Well, let's listen to it now. Oh 
I guess it has the same impact as the first time I heard it, David. Mm. It's uh, very, very impactful, isn't it? It's impacting. Now, tell me about the Nashville experience again, this time about the studio. Well, perhaps uh, I should start with uh, the actual foyer when you walk in. Um, the studio is world-renowned, uh, which I wasn't all that aware of. Uh, however, through the process of that day, um, another singer arrived to do some recording and I found out that they had come from another country a long way away to record one song. And that's when the penny dropped. That uh, I knew then that the Lord had had his hand in guiding me to this particular studio. Having said that, I, I must confess, I did dearly want to record at 3ABN. But I did find out um, that there were many... Um, uh, difficulties is not the right word, but there were many hurdles to overcome in that process. And uh, because of uh, that, um, unfortunately, uh, it wasn't within my budget to reach. But um, I still have that in the back of my mind one day to be able to do that. The the, uh, the foyer area has lots of um, uh, awards and um, regalia around the, the walls that make you feel very confident uh, that you've come to a very good, competent place. Um, the people there... Oh, Barry, I cannot praise them enough. Um, it's a Christian organisation. Uh, I have no idea of the denominations, but they are just beautiful, beautiful people. Um, they made me feel like I had been their friends for life and uh, very relaxed and, um, and comfortable, which is very important uh, when you're in there. And uh, the musicians were just superb, absolutely wonderful. Uh, there's some interesting stories even with them. Uh, but then they uh, they had me in a, a little cubicle with uh, for the vocals, and uh, we did what's called um, a scratch recording uh, to help the musicians understand where the songs were coming and going, and that um, was a busy day. Well, we're going to listen to another song, and uh, this one is called My Redeemer. Tell us about that, and when we've listened to this one, we'll come back and just continue your story about the, the recording day. Thank you, Barry. This particular song, uh, how do I explain, with the way it addresses an individual that is um, really thinking about where life is going, where they are, particularly those who are on a real downer, and uh, to, to really just lift them up, to hope that there's more to this life than they understand, that we're desperately in need of a Redeemer and that Jesus is that Redeemer. Uh, that it doesn't matter where we are, how low we are, um, our circumstances, how bad we think we are, uh, are all irrelevant um, to how the Lord sees us. And uh, his gift of um, as the Redeemer is so powerful. That was my desire that, uh, for them to know that. Let's hear it now. 
Those hiding in the shade And fashion from their brokenness A story filled with grace A story filled with grace Redeemer, you take all that's lost And turn it into gain So why am I amazed to find You reach this broken life of mine You make all things new That's what you do My Silence every trembling word with your strong embrace, with your strong embrace. Redeemer, you take all that's lost and turn it into gain. So Well, David, you've had, we've had four songs now, and they're all different, but there's a common theme, and that's Jesus, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what else can there be in, in this world? There's so much uh, sorrow, so much heartache, 
so much needless suffering. Um, to It's one of the thrills of being able to put all this together, to be able to provide something that gives hope um, and challenges people. Uh, that was part of the reason behind um, not only the demand, but the reason behind this album was looking at its purpose. It had to have a purpose. It's not just a... Um, uh, a piece of music to sit there and listen to and feel nice and warm and fuzzy. Um, there, there's enough out there to do that. Uh, I specifically wanted something to challenge people, to draw them to uh, the one and only hope that um, is available to us. Hmm. Now, tell us about that day that you recorded. Tell us about the recording process. Wow. Well, I woke up. That was the the first day was a Wednesday, the um the next day, we're still all iced in. Uh, I must—I I didn't tell you, did I? We went to—we um, went to the maximum, I suppose, in the time I was there, to minus 27 Celsius. Um, for those for those who are in Australia, uh, I don't know—I don't think we've ever got down to that cold. So the chill factor was enormous. But uh, I was so concerned about my throat and my voice and picking up bugs. But another miracle, Do you know, the whole time I was there, which is only a week. Uh, I never caught anything, and I praise the Lord that he enabled me to do that. Coming back to Thursday morning, got to the studio, and uh, we were all geared up, ready to start the first song. And uh, as you may be able to hear, my voice is a little bit dry today. Um, the same thing happened. And I thought, oh, we've got a whole day of recording. But, uh, <laughs> it's not going to work. So um, I asked them where the nearest uh, shop was, and uh, they told me it was only a couple of blocks. So we jumped in the car and put our life in uh, the Lord's hands again out there on the roads, got down to the shop, got a, um, a little secret ingredient that helps the voice, went to the checkout, and while I'm there, there's nobody else behind me, and uh, the lady, um, dear, dear lady, probably in uh, mid-60s, um, said, good morning. She was a happy lady, and uh, I said, good morning, and obvious, as soon as I opened my mouth, I wasn't from, from a local. She said, oh, where are you from? And I said, oh, Perth, Western Australia, what brings you here? And uh, I was able to share with her that I was here to record a gospel CD. Well, her face just lit up. She said, I had a dream last year about a song. So I woke up and I wrote it all down, the music and the words. Here, I'll sing it for you. And she started in the check at the checkout in the supermarket singing this song. There was nobody else waiting behind me. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at my clock and thinking, I've got the studio waiting for me to get back there. And, and then it dawned on me, where in the world, apart from Nashville, would I have an opportunity to have a checkout lady sing me a song that God gave her? So I, I put that aside and I just stood there and listened and soaked it all up. She had a beautiful voice. The song was all about the second coming. It was a beautiful song. Raced back to the studio <laughs> and uh, they were wondering where I got to. And uh, off we went with the, with the music. And, you know, we did eight songs on that day and the voice never gave way once. Um, I was just blown away with that whole process. Uh, standing in the studio, um, not on my own, obviously, and uh, the coaching in, in um, behind the glass, we had just the most wonderful time. We, we started off with prayer, uh, which, again, was just a wonderful experience, knowing that we were all on the same side or with the one, um, the one desired outcome to achieve. Hmm. This seems like an appropriate time to listen to You Raise Me Up. 
Now, this song wasn't specifically written as a Christian song, but it's been adopted by the Christian community. Mm. Tell us about it, and tell us about your interpretation of it. Oh, that's a good question, Barry. Um, The number of times that I've sung this song, uh, people have um, come back to me saying how much it's blessed them. And uh, I did think uh, whether I should or shouldn't put it on. But again, I come back to the purpose, and this song really connects with people. Um, we're, we're all in dark places from time to time in our lives. We all need raising up and lifting up out of that darkness. And uh, in, in connecting it in the, in the gospel, um, I think that's where people really connect with this song. In uh, It's personal, um, and perhaps uh, most of these songs are personal, but this is really personal, talking about waiting for him and how uh, depending on him or whoever it is, but for for the context of this song, waiting for Jesus to lift us up out of the darkness. Um, That's what it means to me. Well, let's hear your rendition of it now.
your shoulders you raise me up to more than I can be you raise me The world gets into a pretty dark place, David, doesn't it, at times? Mm, terribly. Um, there's a lot of sorrow. So for all the good things and the beautiful things that happen in the world, there's, um, there's lots of sorrow as well. And we're going to come now to your the, the final selection, the sixth, the sixth song that we've had today, but it's your favourite and I think it's my favourite. <laughs> Could you introduce us for introduce it for us? Mm, absolutely. It's it's titled "Sorrow Mixed with Light," and it's. I think every or I'm sure every word was inspired to be able to look at from the different directions of how life is like a a mist in a field that can be blown by a wind and it's gone. You know, one moment we're here, the next uh, we're not. And uh, for those of us who are um, aging. Uh, reality, uh, sorry, mortality becomes a reality. Uh, and for me, that has actually occurred. Uh, my mortality is uh, slowly uh, catching up to me. And perhaps that's one of the reasons this song has such an impact. And for those of us who've suffered loss uh, of, of friends, of loved ones, um, life is so short. And uh, we don't have the answer as to why life is cut short. Uh, as to why we suffer so uh, so much sorrow. Uh, the Bible tells us um, the reasons behind that uh, in the big picture with the great controversy. Um, but we find ourselves asking that age-old question, why? And one of the reasons I love this song so much is that it allows that expression of calling or crying out to God. Mm. Um, and I, I hope that we've been able to encapsulate that uh, in the studio uh, in Nashville. Um, because it's really that desperate cry to the Lord. And then at the end of the song, the punchline, which really gets to me, is that um, we're not left alone, that sometimes these losses that we, we have to go through and that the Lord leads us through is a refining process of our character, uh, creating something in us that we didn't have prior to that experience, and that not every tear is wiped away, that he's refining us through that process, that we need to trust him continually, which is uh, we, not often an easy thing to do. But um, the light that he promises us is guaranteed. Let's listen to this final selection now. to know 
fades before our eyes and what tomorrow brings who of us can say beyond the sorrow mixed with light for somewhere in between the beauty and the tears this is where we It's a great song, David. Mm. <laughs> a memorable song, isn't it? Oh, indeed. Indeed, very I powerful. Think it's, it's relevant to every one of us because we all have those periods of sorrow mixed with light, don't we? Mm. And uh, the fact that God is there, we don't have all the answers, but um, we know that we can trust him. We can trust our lives with him. And uh, because he's all loving and uh, he's all seeing also, he sees the future, 
he's able to map out a life experience for us that gives us the greatest joy and satisfaction possible. Mm. David, how can people get access to the CD? Oh, good question, Barry. We have, uh, my son has created a website for us. It's still under construction, but it is actually operating uh, to be able to purchase the CDs. We felt that uh, it needed access uh, at this stage anyway uh, by post. And the website um, is the www.godsloveforus.com. Uh, and it's got a little bit of a trick in the name. Because the uh, God's, God's love for you or God's, God's love for us? It's actually God's love for you. Yes. Yeah, we made it personal. So that's um, G-O-D-S-L-O-V-E, the numeral four, yes. and then the letter U, yes. dot com. Yes, Ooh, good point. Okay, so it's God's love for you, dot com. Yes, and uh, you can actually uh, email us as well. Um, and the uh, email, I'm pretty sure, should be on the website. Uh, but if not, it's it's just my name, DJ Aitken, uh, and the numeral seven, uh, at gmail.com. Now, David, we've played six of the 14 songs. So if people wanted to sample the others before they purchased, are they able to do that yet? No, not yet. That's a good question. And uh, that's quite a challenge in, um, in setting up the website. So we hope um, in the near future that that will be available. Uh, but, yeah, not currently. David, it's been really great um, talking with you again. It's um, great to catch up with you after having gone through this amazing experience. It sounds like a wonderful, unforgettable, memorable experience. Oh, absolutely. Recording. Absolutely. I had people ask me, why couldn't you just do it here in Australia? Um, but I have to confess, in going over there and mixing in with uh, these people that um, that are so, uh, what's the word, gifted um, in music itself and also being Christian, um, the whole experience was just life-changing. It really is. I can't wait to go back <laughs> and uh, do some more over there. Uh, I didn't get to see a lot of America uh, in the process because it was all covered in snow, um, but that wasn't the task. David, I'm wondering whether you'd just like to close our conversation today with a prayer with a special reference to those people who are experiencing difficulties mm. and sadness in their life at this time. Sure. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we come before you humbly, amazed at your incredible grace and your love for us. We give you thanks, Lord, that you haven't left us in the dark. You know our suffering, for you have suffered. You know our loss, for you have lost. And we give you thanks for the sacrifice that you made. Lord, for your listeners out there, I pray that they will be blessed by uh, discovering who you are, that they will want to know you, for you alone are worthy. We ask all of this, Lord, in your son's most precious name. Amen. David, great to talk to you again. I know you have plans for another CD in the future. So when that one's completed, there's an invitation for you to come back and we'll, we'll talk to you again and play some of the songs as well. Thank you very much. God bless Barry. you. Remember to tune in again next time as I talk with another fascinating guest on Life Learnings. I'm Barry Harker. Bye for now and God bless you and keep you. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio. If you have any questions or comments in relation to today's program, you can call 3ABM Australia Radio within Australia on 02 
4973-3456 or from outside of Australia on country code 612-4973-3456. Our email address is radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. That is radio at the number 3ABN Australia, all one word, .org.au. Our postal address is 3ABN Australia Inc, PO Box 752, Morissette, New South Wales 2264 Australia. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. <laughs> 